So if you haven't, um, if you're not in the know or simply not someone who really gives a damn too much about anime, well, there's other crazier shit going on within, uh, I will say, <laughs> the animation community right now. Um, but one of the things that I actually wanted to talk about was um, the fact that Funimation essentially is going to be phased out, which is crazy. Now, if if there ever was something that I just thought was just a, a horrible idea or basically of a monopoly of, on the market was the purchase of Crunchyroll by um, Funimation, which is owned by Sony, which which is really which realistically is a company that that makes spider-man movies so i and and playstation but at the same time god damn it as of late sony has been doing nothing but proving time and time again especially when it comes to the playstation community of fucking up and uh pissing on the people who actually enjoy the shit um with their retarded censorship as well as the horrible um concept of catering more towards Western audience rather than keeping towards their Eastern um, roots. One of the things that, like I've always said this, one of the things that kept the PlayStation name afloat was their dedication of the Japanese market. I swear to God. (laughs) But deviating away from that is, is a problem. But after the acquisition of Crunchyroll by Funimation came with a plethora of anime to put under their belt. Um, if you didn't know, um, Aniplex, I believe, is owned by Square Enix. And Square Enix is basically a subsidiary of Sony at this point. Um, <laughs> like, realistically. But it they, they've already, they already have so many anime going from them. Um, just... Just realistically, there's just way too much. So many that I get licensed or was immediately bought up by Funimation to the point where they already murdered the fucking ADV Films um, animation uh, uh, freaking uh, studio or um, the other uh, company that essentially would buy up and do dub that was of a threat to Funimation at the time, back in the heyday in the 2000s. I mean, ADV Films made up Anime Network. And if you were lucky enough to have the actual channel, cool for you. But uh, I was one of those people who only got the on-demand version. Didn't know about the difference in terms of areas and whatnot. Really fucking crazy. But ADV Films happened to be what I thought was a well-deserved challenge for Funimation. As both ADV Films and Funimation kind of had the notion of um, essentially sometimes they would get hits, sometimes they would get misses, but at the same time, they knew how to market, dub, and edit their shit for the audience to be, you know, well-received. ADV Films, personally, I believe was far more, um, open to, uh, essentially have fun with the idea of anime and, um, and, um, when they came to dubbing, um, I mean, it led to the, the, one of the, the goats in terms of, or the original, or, or the originator of a bridge, which was school, um, which was um, Ghost Story, which is uh, just a, a hilariously dubbed anime under the ADV Films um, umbrella, and you'd find none funnier that was just generally, you know, of Japanese origin or stayed true to the um, original comedy that comes from Japan or whatever. But Ghost Story is fucking hilarious. 
But the thing is, is that Ghost Story was done under the guise of ADV Films buying up the license for the anime Ghost Story um, and essentially finding it to be boring. You know, it was just a whatever story that they knew wasn't going to really do anything. So with the permission of the actual creators of the original studio that um, had the damn thing that licensed it over to ADV Films, they were able to get the okay that as long as you keep characters' names the same and um, follow the general story of the actual anime, you can do whatever the fuck you want when it came to dubbing. And rather than taking that as something to where it was like, you know, you take lesser known or not well-versed animes or anything like that and have a comedic sense of dubbing it or even have a proper dubbing as well as a comedic dubbing um, around it, which would have opened the floodgates to just a whole brand new uh, mythos to anime viewership or whatnot. Instead, it's like now you just have more people that are just essentially just strict on, this is a personal (laughs) vendetta, but you just have way too many people who are just far more strict or obtuse to the idea of changing or deviating away from any of the original source material when it comes to anime and manga now. And it's like, yeah, granted, some of the newer shit I understand, but some of the well-off, not um, popular or anything like that are just like undesirable anime that it came out why wouldn't you have fun with it i mean it's not like it's gonna be anything that's too outlandish or anything like that i mean look at the very first devil man dub which is just fucking crazy that thing is hilariously bad but that was done in earnest and that thing was done terribly and there are plenty of anime and manga that have followed that suit what the fuck are you getting at, Daniel? Well, what I'm getting at is the fact that essentially there is no competition for Funimation at this point. Right now, everything that Sony could possibly want to do with anime or create or um, showcase is they they got it. It's under their umbrella. It's going to nobody else. How many times have you watched a brand new anime that comes out today and you see the fucking Funimation logo pop up? Funimation wasn't even a goddamn studio that was responsible for animating anime. It just was a dub studio. And it might it like came towards uh, you know, merchandising and shit like that in the West for sure. But as much DBZ shit that they put out, those motherfuckers don't own Dragon Ball Z. Toei does. So that is what it is. Hell, a lot of people don't even know or care about the um opening of Dragon Ball Z that Funimation did. And if you know, then you know that there's, there's nothing. But everyone in their mama can tell you the fucking Ocean Studios dub opening to Dragon Ball Z, which was a goddamn rock opera that just blew your socks away and got you hyped as hell before this action-packed show came on. Like, seriously, who, who the dragon, dragon, rock the dragon, <laughs> rock the dragon, dragon, balls. This shit was awesome. <laughs> but Funimation didn't do that. But they wouldn't have you think that or anything like that, but whatever. It just, to me, it already, like, the, the, writing's, the writing has been on the wall once Funimation started buying up every fucking anime that ever came out. And Crunchyroll essentially became the number one competitor against that as they also had the um, the foresight to essentially, much like Netflix, start streaming um, and then becoming a prominent name within the streaming service. Um, and then essentially when Funimation tried to follow suit, back by that time, Crunchyroll had already amassed enough power to be able to also buy up anime like crazy. And so now you get to the point where even Adult Swim plays anime that essentially they showcase that they're partnered up with by Crunchyroll. 
the anime sucks, but it's just the fact that they can do that. I mean, let's not forget, long, um, not too long ago, Funimation used to do the exact same goddamn thing with Toonami, where it was like, you know, it, it which even led to them creating an original anime done by Funimation, which was um, IGPX, which is a really, which is a good anime, except for the second season. Uh, first season was really fucking good. Second season is kind of like, <laughs> but yeah, the first season is really good and uh, just good show. Uh, worth a watch, really. It's it's worth a watch, but again, competition essentially keeps people on their toes when it comes to shit. Um, there were literal rules against their being, like there there laws, really not rules, but there were laws that were against um, one company owning a market and then being able to do and shape it any way that they fucking want to stop huge corporations from buying up every single thing. When it came to a certain part of a market or whatever, that way they could set their own um, rules, set their own values and do whatever the fuck they want rather than actually have a competition. That's why we don't just have one Walmart everywhere. We have Walmart, Target, um, in the South, Kroger, in the North, Piggly Wiggly. <laughs> they got Piggly Wiggly in the South too, but fuck them guys. Um, oh, and in Chicago specifically, Muinoink. God, I miss Moonwick. <laughs> uh, all these shit like that, you know. And it's like there's more than one store where you can go and get shit. Um, and then now with the uh, now with Amazon being something where you can purchase things online and that'd be a big contender to the supermarket. There's still that hefty flow of competition going around. You see what I'm saying? It's it's actually healthy. You know, it's a good thing to have that. So having one studio dedicated towards just monopolizing anime is not a good thing and the reason why that's it's, it's not just because it's not a good thing because it's i i don't consider it healthy but it's not a good thing considering the company that you're fucking dealing with now this is when we get to the big issue of essentially funimation or sony for that matter being the main proprietor of anime and that's the fact that they're going through this weird ass fucking fucking influx where it comes to them making all of these whack-ass decisions that essentially don't cater towards anime fans, but essentially Western audiences of people who they assume are anime fans. This is the same shit that they've been doing within the video game industry, and now they're carrying it over to the anime industry. And it's fucking retarded. Now, one of the crazier things is that essentially, in like even though they have a studio where they buy up the rights to license and showcase anime, they're not the people in charge of those animes getting created for right now. You still have, you know, other studios in Japan that still cater to the Japanese audience because that is anime's original origin. That is their thing. It caters towards the Japanese audience. It's meant for their TV. It comes on TV in Japan. We just view it later much fucking later right <laughs> so uh like we don't get the japanese commercials and all the in-between shit that comes on in japan or whatnot we get the shit streamed to us later much later whether it be or you know what is it the crunchyroll thing goes like we we have an anime up hours after it gets shown showcased on in japan it's like yes but it's not exactly when it's shown in japan now is it and even if it gets to that point, you are still not Japanese. We're still not in Japan viewing this shit the way how it was intended. We're watching it streamed, all right? Now, the anime community is a beast onto its own. We are what we are. That's cool. The issue that's starting to happen is that with 
Sony being the main proprietor of showcasing anime in the West, that means that they have the say-so over what anime gets shown here in the West. You see how that's a problem? It it might be okay right now, the fact that, you know, Japan still makes whatever the fuck Japan wants, but it's a problem when you think about the fact that, uh, well, if Japan is basically gaining a bunch of money with the new influence that anime is starting to have, or anime is like basically gaining in popularity with so many people jumping onto the bandwagon of both manga and anime alike, and now you having such a huge worldwide fucking audiences um, catering to the shit. What the fuck do you think is going to happen when that worldwide audience or that viewpoint is basically destroyed because the only type, the only people who are capable of even showcasing said anime on that global scale decide that that's not the anime they want to show? See, before with the healthy, healthy competition of the different studios, basically, you know, you had um, what it was, uh, I said Funimation, ADV Films, you had the manga, uh, entertainment. Um, those people, they did like Robotech and they basically, they had a bunch of they shit shown on, um, sci-fi. I think they were the ones who okayed, um, Gurren Lagann and that's actually, um, Temper Top on Gurren Lagann. You, you, like, if you've seen that on sci-fi, um, a bunch of the eighties anime or the nineties anime, early nineties and eighties anime that came out that basically was shown as like just these one-off OVAs or movies and whatnot that did a lot in terms of like up in animation quality and shit like that uh jesus christ i know i'm missing one grandos um studio uh you had no sunrise isn't from an american thing uh oh anime works which basically was like adv films but they kind of did the dirt stuff <laughs> but all of those things essentially bought up any and all types of anime and so you never knew exactly what was going to be a hit and what wasn't um look at what happened with cowboy bebop and trigun you know, and it was like it um, or fucking um, look at what Japan, what happened in Japan with fucking Gundam. If, if you didn't know, the original Gundam got canceled in Japan. And if it wasn't for reruns, it sparked back up its popularity, which then made it to the global phenomenon that it is today. But originally, Japanese people didn't like it. Ain't that some shit? <laughs> so when they when it originally came on, they didn't like it. Ain't that some shit? But it became gundam now everyone knows gundam right <laughs> so you see what i'm saying so it's not really an industry in which it has the luxury of getting a, an immediate oh this is going to do great or this is going to get canceled no like there's there have been plenty of anime that essentially have had a cult following that's led into sequels or movies or some shit um, take for Berserk, for example. Berserk has had a manga that has continued uh, that um, continued to thrive despite the anime ending after like what twenty or twenty or twelve episodes or something like that. It wasn't even like that long. Um, and the anime is the original anime is nowhere near close to the quality or the depth that the manga actually has. And when it was all said and done, the manga was still thriving. And then Madhouse made a fucking movies that did phenomenal that were amazingly done and was near and dear and true to the berserk um basically to the berserk's manga aesthetic and people loved it and then the anime came out and where they made a new anime after that that was done in a 3d way that was really shitty and they did like two or three seasons of that and it was really bad but 
the manga still persisted. It's now one of like the highest selling mangas out right now. And sadly enough, it's also due to the fact that the creator happened to pass away. But that doesn't change the fact that Berserk is a well-beloved and well-liked anime long before that even fucking happened. But the fact remains, <laughs> it's still a big fucking deal within the anime community, despite the fact that the animes themselves that actually came and were showcased on TV weren't that well-received or did not do that well. It's still a big fucking deal. So, Having that mindset or being able to understand that type of um, aesthetic when it comes to this industry or to this fan base is a must. But sadly enough, Funimation has proven time and time again under the Sony umbrella that it does not fucking understand that. They have constantly shitted on um, just the anime community in general or basically done a bunch of practices that went against what the actual... Um, anime community themselves wanted from things like i've said before there was a huge there is a huge outcry in terms of keeping towards or um staying near and dear and true towards the original anime's um translation of an anime when doing an english dub and as of late funimation has had this horrible mindset of essentially what well, like they would they would basically input or add shit towards what characters are saying and it would just be stuff that essentially caters towards like woke or SJW type nonsense. And you have you can't help but look at that and go, what the fuck are you doing? Now, I am someone that prefers watching subtitle over dub any day, but at the same time, I also watch dub. You see what I'm saying? So I can switch back and forth, it ain't no big deal. But I prefer to watch newer anime subtitle than I do to watch them dub. But if I am watching something, Dub, I would like for it to be good. <laughs> I would like for the voice acting to be on point. I would like for the story to actually make sense. Hell, I want the anime to be good at that, <laughs> if, if anything. Like with um, Fullman Alchemist, because I originally watched the first Fullman Alchemist in English when it came on Adult Swim, when it made Brotherhood, I only want to see it in English. I don't give a fuck about the subtitle with that. I only want to see that in English because... I like the voices from the English version. That's what I know. I'll stick to that. I don't want to watch Inuyasha Japanese. Miss Akaka, man. Inuyasha. Seriously. Like, why would I miss out on that? <laughs> but I digress. <laughs> it's the simple fact that because they've had these terrible practices being done under the Funimation banner and the acquisition of Crunchyroll under Sony, you know, one might think that there, these things are only going to get worse, not better. Now, because like the title of this persists, uh, Funimation, it seems as though Funimation is going to be phased out in favor for Crunchyroll, which is far more the prominent name in terms of streaming rather than Funimation, which is true. This is very much true, and that's totally understandable. But... It's not as if that means that all the bad practices under Funimation are just going to disappear simply because Funimation is going to get phased out. Why do I say this? Because Funimation is working under Sony, which as a whole has proven that these practices are where they're coming from. This is the root of the problem is what Sony is trying to do and incorporate into shit, which is what's leading into situations like recently where Funimation has tried to basically muscle over to Japan and say that we won't showcase or deliver anime that doesn't cater to what we want. Make anime 
suitable for the Western audiences. Make anime that caters towards how people in America and Europe and whatnot think and feel, not just the Japanese, which is stupid when the idea and the fandom from anime comes from the fact that it's different from what we actually get in the West. Why people love My Hero Academia so much, I don't fucking know, it's a bad show. But the constant need of um, comparing it to other superhero stories that come out over here in the West is apparent when you think about the fact that its story structure, its characters, and the things like that are or universally different, really. Universally different from your typical comic book which has basically been a formula of pride and truth that's been played out over and over and over again. And to some people, they still like it, but to others, it's grown stale and they wish for something different. So you have My Hero Academia going crazy. You have One Punch Man basically being fucking awesome, except for the fact that they didn't do it with math. <laughs> Was it really that hard to get that director to come back? or wait for him to be finished, and then not even do a full 24 episodes, but instead go 12, because you guys are so goddamn stupid. Just, just stupid. <laughs> it still looked okay, though. It wasn't, it wasn't terrible. It just, it wasn't the same. <laughs> it just wasn't the same. But you see what I'm saying, is that the interest in anime comes from the fact that it's different from what we have here in the West. So, by catering towards Western ideals when it comes to anime, is it going to do anything but ruin it? This is the same problem that we're having right now with video games, as we're trying, as in video games are trying to cater towards a group of people who don't fucking play video games. Same thing with movies, and it's already worked. It's already happened in movies, and it's just been so fucking terrible with movies that now it seems like we're giving a passing grade to any movie that just happens to just feasibly have no nonsense inside of it and look at the godzilla versus kong movie if you want an example of that terrible fucking movie but because of the fact that it does not have all that other bullshit that movies typically have nowadays people are giving it a passing grade that means that it, it's amazing it's phenomenal it's stupendous where before we were judging movies based off the merits of them being movies now we're judging movies based off of the merit that it's no longer like those terrible movies which kept trying to preach to us fucking stupid and essentially, that's bleeding into the gaming industry, and and even now, they're trying to persist and move over into the um, anime and manga industry. Now, sadly enough, you know, it's kind of working where anime and manga are slowly starting to change and deviate away, like, it, like the fact that essentially Funimation has full control over the, the dubbing and whatnot of anime when it comes over here is is like it's a small step in that direction of essentially them having waning control over doing whatever the fuck they want. And also as well as them muscling over the idea that, hey, make sure your anime has this, that, and the third in it, or we're not going to fucking show it. So if their big bosses were Sony and now Sony owns Crunchyroll, what the fuck makes you think that they're going to stop Crunchyroll from doing that? Even when Crunchyroll has persisted and had terrible anime practices themselves recently, I mean, they made fucking High Guardian Spice. Do not forget that. They made High Guardian Spice as well as did the debacle of taking three original and somewhat good webtoons and turning them into these fucking terrible anime, except for um, Tower God. Tower God was really done well and good, but we probably will never get another season of that. <laughs> so it goes without saying that as of right now, this 
monopoly of the anime industry that's going to be held by Sony is going to get a hell of a lot worse before it gets better. We're going to probably get far more um, anime being streamed and far more um, uh, newer anime getting created and made and a lot more original content being done. I mean, you see in one of the last bastions of actually holding the fort in terms of dealing and letting anime be original has been Netflix. And they're terrible at it. It's <laughs> just sad. It's sad. Because, like, I mean, Baki the Grappler, yes, they're doing, like, Baki is okay. The fact that they learn from the mistake of essentially taking the 3D bullshit out and then just letting it be 2D, um, too bad for that King and Ashura show, which uh, had promise. Uh, but um, essentially, yeah, they're, they're basically a slow burn but they're so quick to get anything that everything that they show isn't really worth anything if that makes any sense that i don't think it does but it's it realistically now it's gotten to the point where there's certain anime that actually come out that netflix is just quick to put like well not even anime but any show that they create that's a goddamn 2d thing they put out and they sit there go in a netflix original anime and it's like bitch this is a cartoon but you're calling this an anime and it's like that does not bode well for your future endeavors in the terms of the anime community you fuck nugget <laughs> but again they're like one of the last people holding the fort of actually having good original anime content that doesn't bog down or cater towards western influences but funimation and sony would think otherwise and essentially crunchyroll has definitely considered otherwise Otherwise, they wouldn't have made High Guardian Spice. <laughs> so, for the most part, um, Funimation being gone, that's whatever. It doesn't really fucking matter. Just because they're going to kill one name doesn't mean that their practices or the spirit of <laughs> which it was is going to die. No, they're just moving it over. Crunchyroll is now the bigger name. It is the far more profitable um, streaming service as well as the far more liked company at this point in time when it comes to the anime community the problem is that the anime community doesn't really dive deep into shit like this which is why they get fucking molested all the goddamn time <laughs> can i say that i don't know but yeah and so because of that you just got people who essentially just eat up and chalk up any even every fucking thing that comes out every season rather than looking at the the politics of everything which is that anime is not really going in a good direction right now as far as everyone is concerned the people who actually care about the politics that's going on aren't really that hardcore anime fans they're people who understand and want this shit to stop on a global scale so if you don't if you're not willing to fight for your own shit what the fuck makes you think other people are going to want to you know so i i really really hope that people just kind of take the hint and just you know keep letting these companies know, even even if it becomes a monopoly over anime and whatnot, but just letting these companies know, hey, you stop it, you know? <laughs> like someone tell Netflix, don't make everything. Make good shit, you know, sometimes. And quit calling a lot of your stuff anime. They're just cartoons, dude. He-Man is a fucking cartoon. <laughs> a lot of your shit is fucking cartoons. Don't, don't, just don't. And then Netflix they also got their own politics and whatnot, and but you know it just they try. Uh, everybody got problems. What the fuck? Oh my goodness! What was it that Funimation did that was actually a funny dub? 
um once upon a time oh shin chan shin chan is a hilarious dub done by funimation do they do shit like that often no <laughs> should they yes but do they no uh, but whatever